Hey folks and welcome back to the third issue of Two Pots from Space. I'm Vaishnavi. I'm Naman. Uh, why are we calling it issue? Yeah, it's a th- third episode. <laughs> issue is a relatively different uh, concept, I think. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just I like that word better. Maybe. Okay, great, great. Happy Diwali, y'all. Yes. Uh, hope uh, this festival brings a little joy to you in this uh, very different year. I can say, hmm. uh, self-check year maybe. But yeah, I hope you're all keeping well and safe this Diwali. Uh, having lots of sweet at home and be, not bursting crackers not bursting crackers having a good time with your parents and keeping happy yes yeah how are you how are you feeling vaishnavi i'm feeling okay after the shit going around in the world what about you <laughs> i i've been yeah last week i was upset this week i feel revolutionary <laughs> i i want to go all in and talk a lot about some some stuff that's happening around the world not being given a lot of importance mm-hmm. i can say uh so um i think i'll I, as i always say where it starts i think it's <laughs> twitter <laughs> where it started with a while ago shell tweeting a Thing, putting up a poll on their official page uh, about you know what are the things you are willing to change to help reduce emissions. Hmm. Four options were there. <laughs> uh, a lot of it was there, but renewable energy, electricity was also mentioned, okay. right? And uh, was, I was kind of confused. I mean, like, hey, you are the one promoting oil and gas. Yeah, you're lobbying against renewables. Like in ministries and everything, silently. Yeah, and then <laughs> hypocritically, you are talking about renewable electricity. Kind of confused by what they meant by the tweet. Like, are they giving up on like renewable? Are they holding renewable electricity accountable for emissions? Or I, I really they, didn't understand that. Or they like encouraging people. Like, do you think renewable energy is the new way to go forward? And we are going to invest. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening, but it's uh, messed up. <laughs> it's it's quite messed up. And then when I started reading and researching. I realize there's a lot of things that we need to talk about against all these oil giants. Yeah. Uh, okay, for our listeners, Shell is a oil giant uh, based from D- Dutch. Hmm. Uh, they are one of the leading. Uh, I think the third one in the world after two from China. Third is Shell, and the list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's, I wanted to bring to notice how these oil giants are ruining the world. Yeah. Not only by removing fossil fuels, but how they are destroying lives in places. Yes. Yeah. So. So the uh, classic case of Nigeria right now. Exactly. Like, look at what's happening in Nigeria, where people are, you know, extracting crude oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Shell and Exxon and other companies set up their bases, and people are illegally also trying to, you know, take crude oil from the land. Right. And then the government is against it, uh-huh. so they are coming in with their military and ruining these. you know whatever crude oil extracted and putting it back into the water system i think you told me that you had been to nigeria once in your life yes i've been to uh, two cities and i found nigeria beautiful for, i don't know it was such a beautiful place and i saw this video after that recently mm-hmm. where it is showing up how people uh, and the land is completely ruined because mm-hmm. they're extracting you know pet crude oil and then the military comes in and whatever they've saved up illegally though but uh it's just they are you know breaking their barrels and just pouring that entire thing into the river nearby mm-hmm. and like and what can i can't even blame the people for extracting crude oil because there's no other way they can survive there's no life you know their development they're not giving any facilities they have been given you know uh, i think shell also announced some money subsidy subsidy to them but i don't think it's reached them or anything has reached them so they are continuing to do so and government is continuing to put all that oil into the water again 
yeah so um like uh, this has led to a lot of distress in nigeria yeah. it's called the modern oil war yes basically because it's formed a set of people who are rebelling against uh, them digging out the oil from the ground all yeah. these major corporations mm. they they are adamant that they don't want to kill anyone but mm. they want the basic rights that they deserve you know education clean healthcare yeah. uh, a good recognition in their life basically mm. Uh, as you said shell did promise the 84 million dollars to a community that was deeply impacted by the effects of extraction of oil hmm. and let me tell you extraction of oil is a very very uh, horrifying process yeah. it ruins the land it affects the ecosystem it destroys the water table it affects the water around them the list goes on and on yeah. and uh, see it's so easy for these oil giants to come extract and go away Hmm. but the people Life. living there can't go away they don't have the resource to go away yeah so uh, that's i think that's what's happening in nigeria majorly and we have not left any place like look at arctic yeah. and the drilling happening the there. drilling in arctic is also happening uh, not happening but there have been proposals of it the norway uh, supreme court the discussion is happening there uh the oil giants have filed a case that uh, they want to dig in the arctic hmm. um but then a lot of environment activists like greenpeace and all have been against, against them for it. a very long time saying that you cannot do it uh but but it's happening in canada yeah. you know the way of oil extraction in canada no, please tell me i don't uh, know. <laughs> okay so canada has these reserves of oil sand Hmm. So the oil is just compounded with sand, clay, and water. It's like a mixture there. It's like a bitumen thing. It's right? a it's yeah. bitumen. It's yeah. that's what it's called, and uh, it's also very thick. It doesn't flow. So until it's not heated, yeah. it doesn't flow. Hmm. Uh, to give you some insights, this things might shock you. Uh, there is about. It's one point seven trillion barrels of uh, oil sand in Canada, hmm. okay. and uh, extraction of this is one of the highest uh, grossing economy fact economic factors for Canada. Uh, While Canada is actively lobbying for climate sensitivity, uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, some more facts I want to throw at you. Mm-hmm. Things I've not told you also. Every day, every day in two thousand ten. Canada oil reserves they produce 1.6 million barrels of crude oil every day okay this is 2010 now we are in 2020 so i don't know the new yeah. report but for every day 1.6 million barrels per uh, was extracted uh, and so remember one barrel needs four barrels of water hmm. to you know like the heating process the cleaning process the amount of waste that is generated and the final fact is that uh, the region it's called alberta in canada hmm. uh, if it was a country of its own its per capita emissions would have been the highest in the world so uh, here i want to you know give you a perspective that not only uh, burning fossil fuels but also the extraction process has a greenhouse effect yes because gases are being uh, emitted heat is being produced so heat is being produced and all forests are being cleared so yeah. this sand the soil is under boreal forest the mm. one of the biggest forests in canada and they're just clearing it all out for uh we might share a video of a time lapse on our real uh, on our page in the upcoming days of how much they have cleared it 
I'm just trying I'm, to visualize how much of this burning would look like. Just the amount of you know petroleum and oil coming out of this place. Yeah, yeah. Like it's so scary. It is. It's quite scary. And there is a region in Canada called Sarnia. Hmm. It has been named the Chemical Valley by WHO because. Okay, let me tell you how it is the situation there. Just imagine rotten egg smell, thick viscous gases that uh, are you know that if you breathe uh, will Effect. clog your throat. Okay, and the burning sensation of ice twenty four seven into three sixty five. That's how people in Sarnia are living every day. rotten smell sulfur dioxide hydrogen sulfide there are leaks that happen in that region every day uh, not sorry not sorry every day but in once in a while there are leaks there have been three leaks reported in less than a year mm. of uh, these gases that are stored there are so many pesticide manufacturing companies there and the number of cancer patients are the highest uh, the children form with deformities also highest so it shows that uh back to the question you brought up to me that you know uh though canada and the european mm. union they talk a lot about yeah. climate change unlike the us who is in denial at least they they accepting and they say we are the climate warriors yeah. there's no change we, uh, yeah so um, what i'm saying is uh, you know the whole concept of uh being greener but your economy running on fossil fuel it's, yeah. it's a blend it's a blend and the uh, the question you brought up of uh, america mm-hmm. have you heard of this um, giant again called exxon mobil yes of course exxon and it's beautiful propaganda propaganda against climate denial <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. let's educate people about that too because yeah. it's very important very very uh, very important as such and how exxon has played the game mm. Uh, Exxon in 1980 uh, had research scientists who told them that hey, if you are going to continue burning fossil fuels, hmm. it's going to affect our climate. Straightforward. Their own research team told them that. Yeah, and they accepted it. Actually, you know, uh, I read somewhere that you know they're building wherever they're trying to drill, they're building it above sea level because they know sea is going to rise, <laughs> and you know they're looking for spots which are safer, which is going to last. And they have identified and they know it. And, um <laughs> they, okay like definitely they know it they they do <laughs> know they knew it for a long time but the fact is that they invested so much into yeah. building uh telling people that climate change is a hoax yeah making them believe that in america mm. uh they invested so much instead of investing in renewables yeah. because they made a chunk of money because in 1980 you know yeah. the crude oil prices were decreasing because you know it was being discovered at major spaces so they didn't want to set up at that time mm-hmm. and all the other players went ahead so with that so they just got their own research team to say hey climate change is not even real no no the research team was adamant on saying hey it's real uh but then they paid politicians and other to people uh to make other people believe that mm, okay. it's not mm. real like the whole concept of science was removed from the people's mind see like uh not i'm not bringing india in this topic but in europe in the european union and other places climate change is a fact yeah in the us climate change is still a debate it's a debate like it could be there it could not be and right. coming back to india um, 
there's no I awareness. mean, we all know how we treat climate change here. Uh, we treat it like, you know, our own self-resistance has decreased. Uh, it's not me saying this. Uh, it's somebody who has told this that, you know, uh, our, uh, that climate is not changing. We Our capacity to adjusting to the weather has changed. We okay. are going old. Oh, that's a beautiful argument. I've never uh, heard that actually. <laughs> so I'm not going to say who says that because I, I, I mean, I have told a lot against a lot of corporations. But if I bring in that aspect, we might just get banned, which I we don't <laughs> want to get banned. So these these are the things that these oil giants do. Like they will lobby against concepts. They will make you believe that you need fossil fuel to survive. Mm. And uh, I don't know how how long this is going to happen because uh, happily last week uh, the Democratic Party won and they are... Uh, see, I am hopeful that they will stick to the green deal that they had yeah. proposed. Yeah. Like, you know, moving towards greener resources, mm. reducing emissions by 2050 and all. And see, it is very important because a lot of other smaller developing countries look up to America. Yeah, and like once, um, if America lobbies out, like when Trump's agenda was, to, you know, get out of the Paris Agreement. So, mm -hmm. and America is one of the biggest, you know, I won't call it dictator, but it does influence a lot of minds. It does influence a so lot if, of countries. Yeah, yeah, if America and big giants like that take off from the Paris Agreement, other smaller countries would also take the leverage and leave. True. That's and, that's and, what I uh, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So, so should, I'm, we, should we talk about the Paris Agreement first? Yeah, you. So, yeah, please tell us about it. So Paris Agreement again is like an agreement formed between countries to deal with climate change. Mm -hmm. I think it was set up in 2016. Yeah. But I think the talks were going from long back, but it was set up properly in 2015. India is a part of it, but I don't see the effects of it. But so the Paris Agreement majorly talks about how we should not raise our climate, you know, Earth's temperature about more than two degree. Mm -hmm. Two degrees seems like a small number, but two degrees is very so bad. Very very bad. Like yeah. and we have to keep it under two degree to actually survive longer. True. And that's so that's what Paris Agreement stands for. And there are multiple other things about capacity building in each country and other things which let's not get into that. But uh, majorly, if America and bigger countries move out of this agreement and they continue to do this fossil fuel uh, emissions and everything, then the, there's no scope for True. us to survive. True. And. I have a question for you. Do you know who is the leading in the world in terms of renewable energy? Who is the leader in, in the energy sector for renewables? No. Take a guess. I don't know. Netherlands? No. China. What? China. Uh, so Sweden is uh, one of the countries that is fully hmm. non-zero, like zero, zero emissions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but to consider China to Sweden is a very big, yes. big uh, game, right? So, China has put a lot of efforts on renewable energy because remember the Chinese uh, cities mm -hmm. used to get polluted very quickly yeah. because of the smoke and all. And to imagine that, you know, China is, I don't know, the governance there is very different. Mm -hmm. But the people actually protested and the Chinese government listened to them. Yeah. They invested in a heavily in, in one, uh, you know, renewable energy. Mm -hmm. um, so, I hope other countries also take that forward. And uh, they also try to move towards zero. See, it's not like a one-year thing. It's a yeah. long-term process. Uh, change is not easy. But Major investment, uh, big policy changes. Big it's, policy it's, change. it's not very easy. True. But and the problem also is that uh, we've always been told that, you know, fossil fuels will end in this many years, this many years. And it's not ending. Uh, and people are still digging. Why do you think it's not ending? I don't know. People are just discovering new spots. How? 
<laughs> they are not using AI to make the world greener, but they have definitely been 1.75 billion dollars mm-hmm. by the Shell uh, companies. So not Shell companies exactly. All these uh, petroleum giants, 1.75 billion dollars on AI mm. uh, for AI's help for them to find out what are the spots to drill. Yeah. Okay. Google has signed a deal with uh, the giant Total. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft has uh, tied up with Exxon and Chevron. Amazon has done with British Petroleum and Shell. Yeah. So they are using AI to optimize drilling, to optimize processes, reduce costs, optimize even searching. Where is the location? Exactly. Actually, yeah. uh, because AI can do it in minutes. Yeah. That took years for uh, research uh, explorers to identify layers of rocks. Yeah. Feed data, 10-20 minutes. You have all the research, research. around a sect, yeah. an entire region. So it shows that. Uh, the big gamble between mm. these corporations, these tech giants, these oil giants, how they are interconnected, how depth of the problem is, mm. you know, like that's that's the problem. And, uh, and this is just the surface of what we could get out of internet, right? Yeah. Like I, I'm not even like this so much which we are not being told. True. And this is just scary. Like this is just the surface problems. True. So I, I can't even imagine. I mean, we are not even educated enough yes, to, yeah. uh, in our own education system, we have not truly learned about the problems of climate change a lot. Yeah. And that's why we have not taken a serious effort. Like we, it, I, I mean, I knew that uh, percentage of our energy used to come from mm-hmm. coal, natural gas and everything. 85% of it comes from it. Mm. 15% comes from yeah. renewable. Like we are spending a uh, hundred thousand times more on fossil fuels, yeah. but not on renewable technology. And that is very important for us to start now because there is no time left. There is no time left. Because how much ever we've been told 10 years, 50 years, 20 years, no. What you are seeing, floods, heat waves, hmm. uh, so whatever other things, you know, earthquakes. Earthquakes not majorly because of climate change, but floods and heat waves are majorly, majorly because of it. Uh, species extinction, all these are problems of climate change. It is not like 2012 movie. The earth will not blow up because of heat. These are all slow. Earth is going to stay. Yeah, yeah. It's going to stay. We are the ones going to blow up. Yeah, I mean, the climate is going to impact us so differently. Heavy migration, crop losses. We're already seeing that. And it's going to be slow death. It's not going to be like one quick some fifth wave movie where some aliens coming. You may never know how, (laughs) how tricky these things get. One day it all compiles up, and you know the heat waves in America have been so huge. Uh, again, why America? I always bring up because they have research. You know, we talk, we do fact checking of all of these. Mm-hmm. A lot of other places we don't know about, but Americans yeah. do research about it a lot. Like they have factual reports. Uh, Eleven major storms in the last one year, impacting millions of millions of people in America in the region. Why America? India has had so many un- unseasonal rainfall. Yeah. Like three-fourths of Karnataka's district was flooded. Hmm. Okay. 800,000 crores of Karnatakan property, regular life was impacted. 
okay this is climate change and its effects like i cannot stress more than this how important it is to start taking in how painful it will be later and, and i don't what can we do about it is my question to you what can we do about it uh we need we need people who take it seriously that is the first thing mm. we need our leaders to take it very seriously see there is a very big degree uh, of change when there is individual action yeah. and there is policy level actions individual actions are necessary yes we need to step back and reflect on what we are using as products entities services etc but we also need large policy changes yeah. okay we cannot expect just 10 individuals doing something and not like expect policy changes we need leaders who believe in it who have a plan for this that's one voice opinions i cannot again you know tell how important it is for you to voice opinions be aware of the problem know what is going to happen next you need to learn of what the impacts of climate is next to talk to adults because see the younger generation i believe is the most important generation to bring about change hmm. I will not expect a minister who is 60 years old to understand the effects of climate change. I'm going to be brutally honest, they will not be there to see what's going to happen to us. We will be there to see what happens to our children and to ourselves. Hmm. Some of us will survive it, some of us will not. Okay, so the direct implication is voice your opinion. We need people who will talk about climate change more in at least in the country. There are other spaces where it's happening, but in India we do need leaders to talk about it. And fund research also man in india fund research again yeah because like india one problem is i think recently we have stopped giving a lot of funding mm-hmm. for major research and mm-hmm. that's give like initially there was a lot of importance given to studying and researching about True. these things True. but lately i don't know why the funds have vanished ngos mm-hmm. have been vanishing yeah. which have been researching actively on this and mm-hmm. and that's why we don't have data and there's no awareness awareness about True. it so True. start funding research and people who, just listen to people who know stuff yeah. like you know like start reading you know about scientists who are done, doing some active work because True. they know stuff and maybe you can educate yourself in that way classic example i think we i think we mentioned in the last episode also is of kurk mm-hmm. uh kerala yeah. uh, researchers had told saying that yes. the flood will happen if you do this type of pattern of building yes if you are coming in the way of nature yeah. not it will at- take you with it yeah not considering the impact not looking at how it should be done exactly use scientific methods to do proper planning to have the least amount of impact on us at yeah. least because see it's our money that's going again into the redevelopment of places and frankly it's not even about lack of tech india has tech india, india has, has tech. india has the brains yes india does and it's just about how what are our priorities right now true true So, and i think yeah that's that's where we would want to close the episode with asking what your priorities are hmm. um i mean i i do have an idea of what my priority is i am not sure about you but let's keep the question open for our listeners you know hmm. our audience to think and ponder upon it yeah. and uh, yeah i hope you're all keeping well i hope you're not getting a lot of son papdi but are getting gulab jamuns <laughs> as diwali sweets today and, and i like son papdi i'm i'm a gulab jamun <laughs> fan uh, great i hope you'll take care um, uh, keep breathing and have a have a fun week ahead yes bye so bye signing off bye bye bye